This is an ABC podcast. Hey, where's that ringing coming from? Weird. Sounds like it's coming from that dusty old red phone over there. Huh. Oh, yeah, didn't, didn't we install that way back when Short and Curly first started? That's right. It's our complaints line. <laughs> I just kind of forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, because no one ever complains about the show. It's perfect. Well, we'd better see who it is. It's probably some sort of mistake. Ugh, it's covered in cobwebs. Here, I'll put it on speakerphone. Hello? Hi, is that Carl? Yes, speaking. And Molly's here too. Ciao! Great. OK, my name is Elliot. Long-time listener, first-time caller. You know, Elliot, you've accidentally called our complaints line. I can give you our show email address if you'd like to send some fan mail. No, I actually meant to call the complaints line. I have a complaint. <gasps> what? Are you sure okay? Yes, just need to... Recover. <laughs> okay, we can do complaints. Yeah, yeah, our, our egos can handle this now. Sorry, you were saying, Elliot? Okay, so last Friday, the bell was just about to go and we were all getting super excited about the weekend. But then our teacher, Mr Pinkenbottom, told us that we had to listen to three episodes of Short and Curly and then answer a bunch of questions about them. Unbelievable! But also a great way to boost our download numbers. Thanks so much, Mr Pinkenbottom. That's also why I'm complaining to you. Because your episodes took up all my free time on the weekend. And, Molly and Carl, you're meant to be on our side. It feels like you've betrayed us. (gasps) Oh, golly gosh, this is a complaint. I'm having difficulty breathing right now, Molly. Carl, take it easy. Deep breath, deep (gasps) breath. Teachers should not be allowed to fill up our free time with homework. Well, Elliot, we appreciate the feedback. And I vow we will tackle this complaint in today's episode. Thanks, Curly Crew. I'll be listening. Bye, Elliot. Tough customer. To be honest, homework is actually a tricky question that listeners write to us about all the time. Yep, including Anki, Harriet, Jade, Denver, Gabby and Luna. Not to mention Emily, who says school is hard enough and she should have some time to just chillax. So, we are sorry that you got short and curly as homework. There's not much we can do about that, though. But we are very happy to take a closer look at the bigger issue. The dreaded H-word. And whether it's unfair to force kids to do it. That's right. Today on Short and Curly, hang gliding. That's not the H word. It's obviously homework. Carl, have you not been... You know what? Just play the theme song. Hello, and today you're listening to... Short, you're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! started today with a thinking question. Remember, you can pause the show here to think about this question. Or chat about it with those around you. And our question is, what are some reasons for and against homework? Hit pause now.
wait a sec, what, why is the complaints phone flashing? Oh, um, okay, it's not the phone, it's this little box next to it. I've never noticed this before. Huh, it looks like an answering machine. Oh, like old school voicemail. Yeah, let's, let's see if I can... You have 157,420 messages. Sorry, what? But we never get complaints. Well, sounds like maybe we do. Message one. Hey, Short and Kelly, I think your shows are quite good. But have you noticed that you often finish the story with one of you dying or disappearing into space, but then the very next episode you're all okay again? Anyway, something to think about. Yeah, whatever. Everyone dies a lot, okay? Next message. Hey, Short and Curly. Honest question. Do you actually have any real friends? I mean, Tony Ravioli and English William sound totally made up. Turn it off. Next message. Hey, Short and Curly. Love the show. But how come you have a private jet, a helicopter and a spaceship when you're just a podcast made in the sound studio? It never ends! Life was so much better when we didn't have complaints. Bye-bye, answering machine. Ah, There, it's dead, I think. And now, let's get back to the real issue here. Homework. I bet our brains trust have a whole lot to say about whether they should get homework or not, and why. I think homework's a waste of time because we go to school for six and a half hours a day and we do our learning a day and i got to come back home and we got some of us to get chores to do, um, feeding the calves, feeding the cup, my bulls and heifers and then I've probably got to go out and help Dad fencing and stuff and I think it's just a waste of time. I don't believe in it. I think homework is, like, good I guess you might like when you're in class and you don't understand what's going on and you go home and you look at your homework and you realize it's got something to do with what you learnt at school but you didn't quite understand and then when you just go do your homework you're probably just like oh now I understand this. I'll get home do chores like that vacuum the house and then jump on my horse and then probably while mum's cooking dinner go around and clean up outside and then eat dinner and then probably think about it after that. And when you've got a lot of sport on and stuff, you're just too tired to do it. It kind of stresses me out a bit because sometimes if it's a Monday or Wednesday, we have to go down to my rugby training from five to six, which takes an hour. And then by the time I get home, I still have to finish off some work to do. And then, um, when I, like, just before dinner, I realise, oh, no, I didn't do my homework. What am I going to do now? When I get home sometimes from rugby training, I'm real late. If i got to do homework, I'll just keep it quiet and don't say anything to Mum and Dad so I don't have to do it. I think homework's unnecessary because we have um, 32 hours and 30 minutes a week of schoolwork being chucked into our heads and then going home having to do work. Like, what happens if a child wants to do something else, like try new things or play sports? They can't because they have to sit down and do homework. Whew, strong emotions there. Oh, hey, Maddie, baby. 
But you love doing homework, right, Matt? Nah, not really. Homework was the worst. And remember those teachers who would get like a weird kick out of giving heaps of homework? Hmm. That's not what I expected you to say. What, what did you expect? Just kind of expected you to love it because you're a bit of a nerd. Oh, I am a nerd. Who has two thumbs and loves learning and forgot this is a podcast so you can't see me holding up my thumbs right now? This guy. But just because I love learning doesn't mean I love homework because there's more to life than just learning. It's a good point. A lot of our listeners have written to us about homework over the years, like Gabby, who loves hearing me say Viva la Carl, and also thinks homework is just teachers controlling kids' time outside of school. Viva la Gabby and Viva la Carl. Hmm. There's an assumption there that's worth looking at closely. It's easy to think that the only time that we should be giving to school is when we're actually at school. And when we're not at school, we should get to spend our time doing other things. But if we think less about school as a place and more about school as a thing we do, then the question's a bit different. It's not, should I do schoolwork when I'm not at school? The question instead should be, how much schoolwork is too much? Well, a lot of our listeners are saying that when they get home, they have so much homework to do that they don't have time to do the stuff that matters to them. That's too much, right? They should have time to rest and play and just do not schooly kind of stuff as well. Absolutely they should. And if there is too much homework, then that's what we should be focused on. It's about balance. Learning's important, but so is play and friendship and rest. So maybe our listeners have a point. It sounds like there are a bunch of issues with homework. There certainly are. But we also need to remember that sometimes we try to say that things are wrong or unethical when actually we just mean that we don't like them. And it's okay not to like things. And there might be a bunch of really good reasons to get rid of homework, but they're not necessarily ethical reasons. They're not about right and wrong or good and bad. Hmm, okay. I reckon it's time to pause here to think this one through. So this question is about the idea of a balanced life. You can grab a pen and paper, write a list in your head, or even make a cool graph if you want. I love graphs. Think about all the things that are important to living a good life. And now, think about how much time you spend on each of them. Are there any that you think you spend too much or too little time on, and why? Hit pause now. Reboot complete. Playing next message. Carl, didn't you smash that answering machine? Yeah, but obviously not enough. Hey, hey, a quick little complaint. One time, Matt just appeared in a squeaky drawer to do his ethics. But people don't just hang out in drawers. They can't fit. Is he super, super tiny in real life? Anyway, bye. Molly, kill it. Kill the machine. <laughs> it's indestructible. Hey, just wanted to make sure that you know that you talk about food in exactly 73% of the shows you've made. 
I don't think you're aware of your obsession. Okay, I'm just going to rip this thing out of the wall, Molly. Ah, ah, die, scum! Oh, thank goodness. Now, where were we? Homework, of course. Mostly bad, but sometimes useful. Right, so here's what I'm thinking. All right, hit me. Let's find a way to redesign homework to get rid of the bad bits and make it better for everyone. Yes, love it. Two podcast hosts with no training as educators should be able to figure this one out. Agreed. Now, Carl, I'm just putting this out there. Don't be shy. The problem here seems to be how our time is used. What if we get rid of time? Smash every clock everywhere. Nice. Or even better, what if we just add an extra three hours to every day to make some more free time for everyone? Oh, yes, and that way we still get clocks and I love clocks. Okay, writing those two crackers down, get rid of time, add bonus hours to every day. Keep them coming, Carl. What else do you got? Uh, okay, uh, so homework, by definition, is something done at home. So what if kids never left school? Then their homework would just be schoolwork. Genius! Mm-hmm. Oh, or maybe we encourage teachers to better explain why homework is important because it helps kids remember and consolidate useful information and skills for their future. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it'd never work. Oh, not again. Of course, we only got rid of the answering machine, not the actual phone. Oh, OK. Better see who it is. Ahoy, hoy. Ah, uh, hi. Is this the short and curly complaints line? Why, yes, it is, young man. Wow, you sound so familiar. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that a lot. But anyway... I have a specific complaint. Um, There's never enough of your handsome and wise and beautiful philosopher, Matt Beard, in the show. Okay, this is obviously Matt. Uh, No, my name is Bat Meard. Bat Meard, I see. It's very clever. Don't worry, not a complaint, just a crank call. Hey, everyone. Well, 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 if it isn't bat meard. You mean that was you on the phone, Matt? Obviously. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't resist a prank call. But also, I I do have a real complaint, which is there are so many ethical problems about homework that we haven't talked about yet. Cool, yeah, but you could have just said that instead of calling our complaints line. Yeah. But anyway, what I wanted to say about homework is that it happens at home. (gasps) He's a genius. We'd be lost without you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Look, the point is, it happens at home, but not everyone's home is the same. Some students have big, clean desk space, and parents who have the time to sit with them, explain the homework and help them with it. Yeah. I remember some kids at school would have the most amazing projects because their parents worked with them on it. Some people even had a tutor for subjects they were having trouble in. Exactly. Great examples. But other kids might have parents who are too busy or sick or who don't have the skills to help with homework. Some children might not have quiet spaces to work 
or they've got to look after other family members. All of that means that they've got less time to focus on their learning. Right. So the same amount of homework doesn't always take the same amount of work to do when you consider everyone's different home lives. And then if those kids in trickier situations get in trouble for not doing their homework, then they're getting in trouble for something that's not really their fault. Think about it. Let's say doing homework gives you an advantage at school and in life, like teachers and parents sometimes say. And let's also say that we know that some kids struggle to get their homework done for reasons that aren't their fault. That means that some children are given an unfair advantage in life just because of the way that homework is used. Oh, boy, that's a lot to ponder. So... Let's do that now with our final thinking question. And our question is, think about your personal situation. What are some of the things that make it easier or harder for you to get your homework done compared to other kids? Hit pause now. And here's our Brains Trust with their thoughts. It might be a bit harder because, like, in the classroom, your teacher's there to help you. But, like, when you're at home, mums and dads, they, they might be just too busy to help and you just could be stuck on a question for ages. Like, at school, you're practically the same as everyone else and then when you go home, you're trying to find somewhere to do, like, your homework or try to study or something or try to read a book and it's just all loud and mayhem. It would be definitely hard. Sometimes my brother's just, like getting annoying and making stupid noises and like just to annoy me so it's really it's a really hard environment to work in. In school like the teacher will pull up kids if they're being loud but then like at home you can't tell your brother to be quiet or he'll just stop being louder. Thanks Brains Trust. Okay and that's another problem solved by Team Short and Curly. I'm sure that one and only complaint we've ever had... Which wasn't really even about our show specifically... ...is now completely sorted. Wait, we didn't really sort anything, did we? We just came up with a lot more Curly questions to answer. <laughs> anyway, job done. No more complaints for today. <laughs> Switch to battery power complete. Next message. Hey, Short and Curly. Carl seems nice but he ends up crying in, like, half of your episodes. Is he okay? <laughs> Molly! Oh, no! How do we stop this thing? Next message. Hey, Kelly Crew. I don't normally complain about stuff, but you guys always talk about how Molly is a famous actor. But how come I've never seen her act in anything? Are you sure she's famous? Wait, that's not fair. Turn it off! Next message. No offence to Justine Kelly, the executive producer of Short and Curly, but how come she's never on the show? Does she even exist? One more thing. Is your boss Kyla Slavin a chipmunk? She sure sounds like one. And she's so strict and bossy. But if she's really a chipmunk, surely you could overpower her. Just an idea. Bye. That's actually a really good idea. Next message. Me again! Just an idea. Why don't you give the Brains Trust their own show? 
They're the real stars, like the students in this episode from Casarina Street Primary School in Catherine. Bruno, Leilani, Eloise, Lawson, Lexi and Coda. Or maybe the voice actors, Mia, Neve, Zoe, Zach or Layla could be the new hosts of Short and Curly. Anyhow, toodaloo! That's it. This machine is going down once and for all. I've got a grenade. Fire in the hole! Ah! <sighs> That's better. And now we're back to never getting any complaints. Great work today, Molly. You too, Carl. We totally rock and we make a perfect podcast. Reboot complete. Next message. Next message. Next message. Next message. Next message. Next message. This machine is indestructible. This has been an ABC podcast. Check out the ABC Kids Listen app. It's full of educational and entertaining audio programs. Do you struggle to pay attention in the classroom? Are you constantly flipping through worksheets that just don't make sense? Well, have we got something for you? Why are you pretending to be like a TV salesperson? Anyway, we do have a bonus treat for you and your teachers at school. It's not just an interactive smart whiteboard with holograms and fireworks. (laughs) I need that for my own uses. It's a special pack of worksheets and other resources if you want to listen to Short and Curly in the classroom. So you can actually learn and listen to our show as part of your actual schoolwork. That's right. For this one-off special offer, we'll give you not one, not two, but three free classroom resource packs for the fabulous Short and Curly podcast. If you order right now by calling the number 555... Carl, stop. The resources are all free. They're just on the Short and Curly website for anyone to print off. Make sure to tell your teachers, principals, the people who work in the canteen or the office, anyone at your school, so you can get your fellow students listening and debating curly questions in the classroom. (laughs) That's right, Molly. And if that's not enough, wait, there's more. You watch way too much daytime television, Carl. Mm, I do. I just love the graphics. Do you just say anything that pops into your head, Carl? Anyway, bye!